And here we go, folks. Please join us for episode number 45 of Lucha World. We will go over so many issues like the Triple Mania pay-per-view, Lucha Underground finale, the upcoming CMLL anniversary show, Remembering Roddy, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and Bobby Zavala wins the Idolos tournament. So, hope you enjoy, and whether you enjoy or not, please write us at Liger, L-Y-G-E-R, at AOL.com. Hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's just go with it. Yeah. This is Vandal the Love Handle Drummond. Take with, number three. Yes, take number three, and this is Frito Esparza. Not Esparta. Lucha World, not Esparta. And this is episode number 45 of Lucha World. Right, you got not it right. To be fa- uh, not to be uh, confused with Lucha Underground. Or Issue. <laughs> no, this is an issue. This is an audio magazine. Well, it is an issue. We had um, internet issues, web service issues. This is true. We did. Yeah, there have been Lucha World web issues. So well, we are an audio magazine with a lot of typos. That's all it is. Well, lots. A, a lot happened while the website was down, actually, which was great. Yes. Oh <laughs> which my was actually gosh. not great. Kind of sucked until like the Sunday of Triple Mania, where not. I realized I was kind of glad it was down because I didn't have to write about Triple Yes, Mania. and it was it. It was not this last week, but the week before. The week before, right? yeah. And yeah. what? What? What did we miss? We missed Ultima Lucha. I couldn't cover that, which I usually I'm not really that worried about because mm-hmm. Lucha Underground. I stopped recapping because ah, recapping is too much. But I mean, we could have done a podcast or oh, yeah. something. We would have done something like that. And I think we might have. Yeah, watch it. and we would have had. We would have maybe even done one, and then Triple Mania on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of like news about CMLL running their shows online and all that. Yes. So there was a lot of news. There's actually. a lot of news. <laughs> well, and for people who I think Roddy Piper died during that time too. So I although that's so. not really something I would, I think you would have written something, but I probably would have. Yes. Uh, now for people who check out the Lucha World website frequently, what was the issue? The issue was um, the their server, the server that ha- holds the entire website crashed <laughs> that was like, and they had to re, uh, they had to uh, resync it and then they rebooted it 
And then when they rebooted it, it was working fine. Then I think some people might have noticed that on Thursday, like Thursday after like after nine days of being down, mm-hmm. it kept crashing. But what happened was that it was still having loading issues, so they had to restart the the count again, mm. and that fixed it. And we haven't had problems since then, and it's actually a lot faster too. I was gonna say, I and they told it. me to optimize the website, which I assume means like I gotta get rid of all those posters and all those pictures. <laughs> Bummer. Well, I'm putting them on a Flickr account, so I'm cool. I'm yeah, cool. That, with that works. Yeah, that works. Well, like we said, there not only has there been a lot of news in the last few weeks, but a lot of news just in the last four or five days. Oh yeah. And uh, well, right after Triple Mania, I was like, I was telling you, I didn't get a chance to write about it. Or talk about actually we did t- I did talk about it that night afterwards I did a podcast with Chris Elner mm-hmm. and a couple of the other guys um, David Bixen span <laughs> and um, which so it was a good place for me to like ex- give my opinion yes but you know it's not the same when you don't have your website and it's all gone but then like right after that more news started coming out and I was like oh wow <laughs> a lot of other interesting stuff well, but by that point we, I was uh, I was bored with shall <laughs> waiting. we start off with Triple Mania Triple Mania yeah. uh, what you well we both watched it on pay-per-view so yes we did it's the first time I bought a pay-per-view in over two years and you actually didn't watch it all at one that one day right you watched it over no time. I watched the whole thing I just uh, I just watched it a few hours later oh okay that's otherwise I would have joined in the tweeting fun yeah. which I've never done before yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yes. You just hear us complaining about shows. <laughs> or or, or telling, uh, tr- telling the promotions to turn up the volume. <laughs> turn up the audio. Well, Triple Mania, that was the biggest issue. Really, oh the biggest my issue. Gosh. I and I, It's so funny. You know me. I don't go in with high expectations. Well, you know, it's Lucha. So, like, yeah. I think a lot of people who are, like, if you're a Lucha fan and you watched video or watched Lucha shows over the years... You know, there's always something that screws up. Either it's audio, the video. They'll they'll like they'll have a one hour show and they'll show you one fall of a match. Then all of a sudden they'll somehow skip that fall. Remember the TJ shows yes. used to have that. They'd have something some other match and then all of a sudden they show the second and third fall <laughs> of the next day or the next show or whatever. So you know you kind of expect something to be screwed up with the show. I was expecting, and at first, the audio. Uh, malfunctions did not bother me because mm-hmm. I thought, oh, this is par for the course. But when it went on for the entire yes. show, um, and it didn't help when 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 they actually had time to talk, like when when um Hugo, Hugo Savinovich and um Matt Stryker. Well, first of all, we lost Hugo Savinovich for most of the show, and when we had him, he he was so bad. He was terrible. He he he's it was the audio equivalent of. A deer in the headlock. Like, yeah. He sounded like he was so confused, so wooden, very unlike Hugo. Well, Matt Stryker, what's weird is like the last couple of weeks on um, Lucha Underground. I'm sure you've caught, you've caught up, yes. or you've seen I'm like more or less. Up, but I, but you've I seen have more or less. Seen bits of each show. He's actually gotten a lot better. Like at least the enthusiasm's there. I agree. He's not calling all the mad, all the, but he was cutting back on the, all that stuff about like. Oh, just like shades of like some dude from the Indies, like from years ago or something yes. that nobody really knows except you're, unless you're inside, or you really are a high hardcore wrestling mm-hmm. fan. And he was back to doing that, and then he was back to doing like really dumb shit throughout the show, like calling like can't call certain moves, dumbass one liners that only Jerry Lawler can get. Yeah, them. yeah. So yeah. it's like it's like God, this guy is so bad, <laughs> and he was really bad in the show. And then when when and then when when Matt Stryker will I, I guess he took some time where he would switch it over to Hugo Savinovich. He got a lot worse. He was actually worse. I actually thought yes, he was worse than Matt Stryker. I agree. I agree. And I, I you know, and I'm, I'm 
not desperately trying to put Matt Stryker over on the, the pay per view, but I felt bad for both of them just having their. Hands and I think, full, yeah, and I think know? that that also was a big issue because nobody was there like to fix it and stuff like that. Yes. So it's like they fixed the audio issue. So it's like. I'm sure that kind of distracted them, and they're like, "What the fuck's going on with this? What's what are we supposed to do?" And probably kind of screwed them up. But it also looked like they weren't. I don't think they have any like they didn't even bother wa- knowing who some of these guys were and what they've done recently. It, yeah, some it of the stuff very... like when he was talking about Blue Demon Junior. and how was he was he was he was saying how how there's there's not it's not often you see a guy who's had a 30 year career successful <laughs> career like Blue Demon Junior. Yes. and it's like the show the match earlier had Viano three. Mm-hmm. Who's probably had a, who's had a far greater career than oh, than Viano, than Blue I Demon did. Jr. Like like even though like right now Viano three, the last five years he shouldn't be in the ring. You can't even compare Blue Demon Jr.'s career to Viano three. Viano three is a draw oh in my Mexico. God. And it it, I was just really bummed that this was his swan song. When they did this six man tag, I you saw it later. Was it as bad as I thought it was? Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I mean, what do I say? I didn't expect it to be good, but I, I don't know if you've ever watched this. I watched this only for the first time maybe about three weeks ago, uh, El Santo's retirement match mm-hmm. in 82. And it was like an eight-man tag, and it was high in the ceremony. Like, the whole thing went an hour, but about 25 minutes of that was like, you know, people coming in and, you know, commending... You know, Santo for his work, you know, people holding, you know, handing out plaques. Yeah. And Santo looked like he should not have even been in the ring, but that didn't matter because they had other people like Pero Aguayo and Solitario to really do some kick ass action. And then other guys like Gory Guerrero could still do a few simple things. Yeah. And, you know, Santo barely did anything, but it didn't matter. This was like a goodbye, a ceremony. I guess I was expecting something not, you know, not quite that good. But. Yeah, but just something you could say it's not the worst match. Exactly, and it was. and it wasn't. And you know, I've seen worse matches. Yeah, because I, I mean, we've gone to indie wrestling shows. Oh we've seen, yeah. we've seen. I mean, but it's like on a pay per view, on a show that yes. you're showcasing to the for the first time in like twelve years to be on um, on on U.S. pay per view. Yes, because a lot of people are confused. A lot of people remember the '94. When World's Clay, and I guess we could go with that one, 94. Because yeah. I mean, the 2003 one isn't as known, the pay per view from that era. That was, it isn't. That was people a, from our yeah, generation. It's more, let's, so we'll, we'll go with 94 then if you guys don't want to remember 2003. <laughs> you want to skip 2003. But I mean, you think about it, and it's like, this is going to be the big show for AAA. And they booked oh. it, that match, and it was horrible. It was awful. And we all knew it was going to be bad going in. I mean, it was like, because Psycho Circus isn't a very good trio, anyways. And why, yeah. Why not put? Why not have done something a little more over the top, like have it be a ten man tag and have two guys in there who are fresher than the Vianos to be on their team? Uh, or do a- do what CMLL did when they would celebrate some dude retire uh, doing an anniversary? They would actually bring in like the maestros, you know, like Negro Navarro, yes, Solar. Yes. Guys could actually care, work and carry those guys. Oh yeah, well, well, like remember Blue Panther yeah. there with Matematico a few months ago yeah. live. I mean, Mathematico couldn't do anything. And do, you know that guy, do, you, do you know how old Mathematico was? I'm going to guess. 95 years old. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fredo never behaves. <laughs> he moved like he was 95 years old. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh Lord! Yeah, but, uh, remember, remember how we notice his physique? Well, really I mean, he's fifty-four. <laughs> Seventy-four. Seventy-four. Wow. Seventy-four, and he looked pretty fit when not when wrestling, but just looking at him as a as a regular person. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he looked pretty fit. Uh, but I was kind of amazed at how Blue Panther could still move him. Yeah. Uh, when he probably shouldn't have even been in the ring. Yeah. But. It can be done, but yeah, that match was horrible. Oh though. lord, that was horrible. The first match, painfully, the first match was one of those relevos de locura matches, and this one wasn't as good as the that even that wasn't as good as um previous when they do that type of I match. I agree. And what's scary? That was one of the better matches on the show. Yeah, and they were focusing a lot on the people who couldn't do a lot. Like they should have focused more on the minis and on, exactly. on Daga and um I can't remember who the other person was. Drago, I Daga agree. and Drago. They should have done more of that, but they were focusing on the exoticos. Mm-hmm. And um, the two women, and the the two women. One of them was um, Sexy Star, which yeah, she's she's not that very good. She's not very good. And Goya Kong is, uh, she she no. looked she looked lost at times she in the did. match. I was gonna say that's not the same Goya Kong I remember in well, CMLL. I don't think she's she's barely getting used to that ring and all kind that of stuff. That's, yeah, so it's I think she's and she's not really that great either. So it's not. Is it terrible to say I hate this excited ring? Yeah, but it's probably something you could have said like for the last fifteen years. <laughs> for <laughs> yes. the past, last fifteen. No, just I hear so many people saying, "Oh, there's no difference. You're, you're making too big a deal." I hate excited rings. I just think they're. I don't mind because in this one, they, you have guys like Dynastia and all those guys doing dives and everything. Yeah, but it's like it's useless if they're not really doing dives and they're like trying to find a way to like when they're like being thrown into the ropes. Because yes. all of a sudden that's you're trying to find I, which which rope to throw them at, you know. If you're yeah, if you're not if you're not used to it, yeah, yeah. So you're trying to do. High and I think that's what Goya Kong had. She wasn't really used to it, and she looked kind of worn out towards like. She did. Yeah, she looked blown up. Absolutely. And there was the cage match, which was awful, also. Wow, and that ha- potentially should have been the best match of the show. Well, first of all, like I think the day earlier. They announced that it was going to be. They actually didn't. They announced like a few days earlier that they were going to have a match. One of the matches was going to mm-hmm. be in a cage. But they didn't say which one. So then, of course, they put in the they put the one the, the one match that has all the high flyers and all these good workers inside a cage, and your cage matches. And then they added the step that day. They added the step of um, guys having to climb to a scaffold to grab a grab the belts. Yes. And it's like <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah, that was hard. I thought I thought they could have done if they would have just done a regular tr- trios match. A three-way trios match, I would have been fine with it. Because the only guy here that's really bad is Cybernetico. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, you put in a cage, everybody becomes worse. <laughs> like, you end up becoming a lot worse in that match. But, um... The one that actually, aside from the Vianos versus Psycho Circus, uh, the one that annoyed me the most for some reason was Blue Demon and La Parca versus Mystique. That was short, though. That was, that was short, Actually, but... that's the one good thing about these matches. They were all kind of short. <laughs> That's the first four matches it was like it was already done it's like oh god I can forget about this yeah I mean the four of them aren't these stellar workers but at the same time I think they could have put just a little more effort but don't you think they could have put all those guys in that one match with the Vianos yes. <laughs> just got yes. re- like I said this is the Viano 3 retirement Tropi Casas retirement and Blue Demon Jr. 30th anniversary yeah. let's have it all in one match let's not have two more matches just one yeah, match short- let these guys all Fuck around and let them Short do whatever. Short spot with a latigo, drop kick, yeah. line, go home. Yeah. Thank you. Let, let, they could have done something like thrown in like some other match, like Pentagon Junior versus Phoenix or something, and not worried about this. Had like a ten man. What would that? That would have been a ten man match. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That's... Get rid of all those guys at once. They also had a the Hall of Fame ceremony for 
Hijo de Paraguayo and um, Hector Garza, which is kind of, which was really sad yes. just because these two guys, I mean, what was it? Three years ago, these guys were still around. No, yeah, time these, flies. These guys were stellar workers. You just look at see, you look at what AAA is right now, and you think, man, if Ihel Perro would be main eventing, and Hector Garza would have been somewhere in this in one of those matches, yeah, and would have been a lot better. It's been a very bizarre year. I mean, it, too many deaths. The, the Paraguayo was the biggest shock. Yeah. we've had in a long time. Yeah. Then there was the Alberto El Patron versus Brian Cage hair. Versus match. Hair. Yeah, see, that was the one that I think we all thought was going to be a cage, but I think we might have been confused because his last name is Cage. <laughs> so like, I don't know. Cage in the cage. Yeah, Cage in the cage, so everybody was kind of confused. So, um, Well, hair versus hair was kind of silly. Is, I, I mean, think it's not, like, it's not like Brian Cage. Well, had. first of all, the, yeah, the hair. The hair. Both of them had really short hair. Yes. Really short hair. Like I think they even went and got haircuts because it looked even shorter. I think Alberto had even shorter hair. I mean, you look at the CMLL guys when they're going to have hair matches. They got mullets. Yeah, these guys have mullets. Yes. So you're gonna get a lot of haircut. Like even Ray Scorpion had the, all that. Even though I think he's kind of losing a little bit of his hair, but he still had a, enough hair. Yeah, right. people don't think ahead. Like yes. Nick Costas grows his hair yes. strictly. Like you, he knows he's gonna and you it. even know, you even know. Oh, there's gonna be a hair co- hair match coming because these guys are growing their hair along. Because you know, oh, and but these guys had short hair. Like Brian Cage got a haircut. It's like, oh wow, it's basically it's probably gonna grow back to what it was the next day. Exactly. Yeah. The match, I actually think, if you watch the Verano, the Scandala match, it was exactly the same thing, Brian. Really? Right yeah. It, I mean, because they do good stuff in the ring, but it's like, it's like they had this interference, they had the, the ref, the heel ref getting involved, which was exactly the same thing that happened in the I think they just wanted to do a Alberto against all odds to win the match. Yeah, that it just didn't work. Uh, and that's what... Which is fine if you do it, but you gotta, you can't have the heel ref in every single show, you know, it's like... Oh, it, it's overkill. It's yeah. such over... And it didn't help that the you could not hear the audience at all. It might have well been an empty... That might have been part of the problem with the audio, with the with the English. It must have been hooked to the English <laughs> announcement. That's the other thing. People didn't... Like, I think people who were there didn't understand why we were all complaining about how bad the show was. Because the audio, you couldn't hear the fans. Yeah, it was It like, just seemed like everybody was dead for the, the entire show. And it makes a big dif- difference yeah. when you can't hear the audience. It, yeah. sounds like, it sounds like you're in a dead arena and there's yeah. no emotion to it. Okay, that's one thing where I'll say I thought Stryker, and I believe Hugo was, was on at the time, when, they were, when Cage came out in the Donald Trump t-shirt and they start, they start pushing you, nationalism what? and saying... Uh, the fans here see the American flag as racist, if I can, re- if I'm remembering correctly. And I thought, okay, you're trying to sell a pay per view to Americans. I didn't even mention this. The Trump thing. Did you did you think that makes sense for Mexicans in Mexico, not I, Mexicans to in be the honest, U.S.? I don't know. I don't know. I do know. Well, I'm sure the Univision d- dumping Trump. Uh, yeah, resonates. But that's Univision's here in the U.S. True. So it's like I kind of somebody was telling me they should have just gone with. They should. He should have worn a shirt. With the name of the Mexican president, because everybody in Mexico hates the Mexican oh, president. Really? Yes. Ah. yes, Peña Nieto. So it's like, <laughs> so so I was like, that, that would have been perfect. Because I mean, Trump. I wasn't sure how big. I mean, on television, like those of us watching that are in the U.S., we would be like, oh, that's that's a great, great idea to wear that shirt. But then you're thinking, you know, those people are in Mexico. They might not even know who Trump. They, I'm sure they'll know. They've known enough. Yes. Where they've should, I'm sure but he's our, he's our, been on TV and stuff like that. Oh, where it's yeah. kind of built I, up. No doubt, this is a, a big story. But is it to the point where they're that livid? I yeah. Mean, 
Well, maybe because he's trying to say they're livid about. I think they're livid about anything American politics related. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, but I thought they could have phrased it better instead of saying uh, they see this flag as racist. Why? Why didn't they instead of that just say? Brian Cage is here boasting that America is better than Mexico and that you, you put the heat on Cage. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's almost like they're trying to turn the fans heel for the American audience, yeah. which is which I, I thought was it. I mean, that's the only thing I just thought was just. And Cage continued what you had said about him, about Lucha Underground, where you said you weren't really that sure about him as a as a killer, uh, yes, like a badass. Yes. I, and I agree. It's one. He's a great uh, athlete. Oh, great worker. I mean, great, worker. talented talented wrestler. I don't know if he's a great worker. Because a great worker would have figured out how to do like certain stuff to get more heat. And I didn't really get a lot of heat in I that I didn't match. get that either. And, yeah, one, he should be plowing through people. I yeah. mean, but yeah, he's... It's like I said, on Lucha Underground, here's this guy who comes out like a beast, and then he does these graceful, beautiful moves. Yeah. And it's like, how, how can you hate that guy? And when he beats the guy, he beats him. Meanwhile, you have other characters killing other characters. Yeah, yeah. Breaking There's arms. been murder. We've seen murder. <laughs> yes, <on. laughs> yes. We've seen people murdered on that show. And Cage didn't even murder anyone. Yeah, he should have murdered at least one person. Yeah, they, they should almost do like a, almost like an old school Undertaker or La Momia where week after week he's just leveling people. And then, he didn't even break anybody. Like he, they did yes. all these. They did all these vignettes where he's break. Like guys can't break stuff over him, like chairs and stuff like that. Those those boxes that they would throw at him. Nothing glass bottles. Nothing would take him down. And you never saw him like break somebody like in half. Like oh, like kill exactly. the guy. And the guy's going in a stretch or something. I mean, Pentagon Junior. How many arms did he break? He broke like four or five. And this guy didn't break. Although Pentagon Junior. lost to Sexy Star. So that, but that's a difference. <laughs> That's a different. That's a different, that's a different, different story. story. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that match just didn't. It didn't do anything. Rey Mysterio versus Mysticis. What? It, I thought that was a good. I thought match. it was a good match. Yeah. I thought it was the best match in yeah. the show. <laughs> I thought that was the only match that was really worth watching on that show. Like I, I was like, and for thirty bucks, it didn't piss me off too yeah. bad. I only paid twenty. <laughs> I went with Stan. You know why I went with uh, SD? I'll tell you why. Because I already knew they were going to fuck up. <laughs> I knew... What's the difference with getting it in HD to SD? Because they're going to give you the same... The exact quality that you're getting on the iPay-per-view. You're going to get on the That's SD. True. And the, so it's like... I was like, I'm just going to get it in standard. You were smart. Yeah. Smarter than my... And, it, and, and I like the entrances, but I kind of was expecting a little more from the entrances for some reason. Yeah, because I've like, seen so many... Tra- not recently, yeah, I've like, seen so many... Like the Mysticies... Going coming off the that little that what is that thing that the sting entrance? Oh yeah, the from the being suspended from the air. It scared me though. It's like, why are you guys <laughs> yeah. still doing that? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't like that stuff because it, it. I'm I'm traumatized basically how from from be? from Owen Hart. Oh, you know? how could you not be? Yeah. I mean, especially when you you think, okay, have they thought this out? Do they have all the proper safety uh, precautions? Yeah, and then it's Mexico, and you're thinking, this guys are in Mexico. <laughs> And that's the first thing that came to my mind. It's like, it's like, come on, WCW because they have they product the crew they brought in was, was from um, Hollywood and all that stuff. WW, I don't remember where they. I think they kind of. I think it was something that they were just careless in how they strapped them or something, right, Owen? It, well, there was something that they didn't double strap them or something onto the thing. Right, right. It, 
because he wanted they want to make him look like he could do a little more. Whereas Sting was always looking kind of clumsy, and he could just uh, slip right out of yeah. it once he got yeah uh, to the mat. Yeah, because that, that happened with Sting once. Because I remember with Sting, it was always like he would like hang there, like he would get there, and he would like always like take a little time. Sometimes he would get it right away, but there was always that one time where he would have a little trouble. Yeah, like, and, and he'd be trying to fight people off. While yeah, he was doing yeah, he'd that, be like, and it looks silly. <laughs> But, you know, it, it's it's ridiculous that they're worried about that. Because, like you're saying, they could have sold Owen Hart like he was clumsy. Because his character was like a, you know... Yeah, 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 it was a cartoonish so character. It would have been actually funny if he is trying to struggle and... Yeah, so then that's he, that's what I'm thinking with Mystics. I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna they're just going to make him, like... But the only thing, he looked <laughs> he looked safe. Like, he looked like he was still scary. Still <laughs> yeah. scary. Um, the match, I, like I said, I thought the match was good. Um, I like that Mystics was quick to, like, be the heel. And in the match, I still. Say I think it. I think that was like the smart thing he did. Like mm-hmm. he 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 more or less decided. You know, we didn't even get any story from backstage of Alberto and Mysticis getting into a fight That's because true. that was something else that happened during like the week prior to that. Oh, um, Alberto started calling him a threatened to kill him and stuff like that <laughs> to beat him up and everything. Wow. He took down like two of the tweets. He tw- he took down the tweet where he wrote. He said that he could bring, uh, Mysticis can bring a gun if he wants. Oh Jesus! Because he'll he, he'll need it, oh and then the second God. one, the second one where he insulted um, Mistis's, um father, because then uh, Mistis's brother got involved. Oh jeez! And it was like, and it, I think he took those two down, but everything else he kept. No, he like, what's been he's up like, with Alberto? Um, I, like I know that Mistis's has no uh, shortage of enemies in this business, but it seems like Alberto's not thinking before he acts lately. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, especially that whole thing with the that charity group. Yes, that do. yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I never heard heard the final. Uh, I guess he's kind of become a bit of a diva lately, which is odd because I mean, he didn't, I remember. Right I don't now. remember him like having that many issues. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, that, that's really that's really bizarre. Yeah, uh, Twitter. That's. It's like I, so many people think you put something on Twitter that nobody else is going to see it and yeah. it's going to magically disappear. And you should never write anything that stupid. Dude, no. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, and trust email, me, I'm on anything. Twitter. I, I I tweet a lot, so I do write some stupid shit, but it's never anything that's going to come back and haunt me. Yeah, exactly. And I <laughs> I do my best to say, okay, is this what I want to write before I push send? Yeah, enter? it's never anything that bad. Like I, I know I would never write yeah. anything. Like I would never threaten anybody on. I, the, the the only thing I know I won't threaten anybody and I won't like pick up women on Twitter. Yep, that's and those are the I two see. things I'm safe with. Yes, that's the two things I'm safe. You don't do that. I'm okay with everything else. Mm-hmm. But anything else, like oh this, no, that, I'm not that's do wise. That. That's um, very wise. Then at the end of the match, Mysticis turned heel. Actually, at first they he, they were working against the Pearls and Mal and the I think it was Pearls and Mal and a couple other mm-hmm. people. They were fighting them off together. And then suddenly, Mysticis turned on um, Rey Mysterio, which kind of was confusing. They should have just had Mysticis and then the worst part- instead of throwing. They they overthought that angle. It's an angle that would have worked on Lucha Underground, but not- they should have just turned him during the match. Yeah, they should have just gone full full turn. Not not had Rey save him or anything. Just he was full heel, and that was it. Because for all for all the faults of uh, Mysticis' uh, diva behavior over the years. That brief time he was a heel in CMLL, I feel he was a gold standard heel. I yeah. thought that guy is a natural heel. And he he's probably going to end up being kind of like the Incobernables, where yes. there's, they don't care and all that stuff. But I, I don't think he has that level. He's not that level of heel as 
La Sombra and Rush. Because La Sombra well, Rush, La Sombra are, Rush actually like doing that. They're like, actually in a class by yeah, themselves. Yeah, like like Rush actually loves being that character. Like he doesn't do any. Like you take a picture with him, he's gonna be that. Yes. he's gonna tell you, I'm taking him with the picture as a as Rush, the asshole. You want to interview him, he's gonna be the asshole yes. Rush. He's not gonna be that. He's not gonna be the friendly. And I'm mainly I'm 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 talking mainly in the ring with Mr. C's because yeah. I, I remember I I just love how when people got him in his own submission hold, how he'll t- tap out before it was even fully implemented. Yeah. I just loved what a bitch heel he was. That was like so awesome. Um. And then the show ended. And then the show actually ended. the show ended abru- it, it show ended abruptly because I remember a lot of people on tour were saying it's over. What happened? Because it was happening as as he was turning, and then like on, uh, I have Dish Network, mm-hmm. it came back, and then showed a little more, and then no it just way. ended. Yeah, because I know people were saying it ended abruptly, and I'm like, oh, it just came back, and it like had a little bit more, ah. but it was weird. Like it really wasn't as much. It, I think it was Conan. Oh, it was Conan asking him to join them. As um, with oh, La, so- La Sociedad okay. Perros del Mar and all that. No, I, it, it went off before that. It did? Okay, yeah. yeah. It came back on mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I think when it cut off was when he was started, like, right when he was starting to talk, it just cut off. And everybody was like, well, it ended. And everybody was like, oh, this is the worst pay-per-view ever. <laughs> so was it the worst pay-per-view, pay-per-view ever? Yes. I don't watch that many pay-per-views, so I don't yes. really... Yes, I used to watch pay-per-views frequently, but I can never remember a pay-per-view that was actually this bad. I wasn't expecting it to be great, but... I was not expecting it to be this. Well, you know, I thought it was going to be great. I thought it was going to be great when they set the first two matches. And then when they announced the rest, I was like, yeah, this isn't going to be that great. When, when, and you know when I knew it was going to be bad? When they had that half the roster, like about 10 of the members of the roster going to Columbia. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, some of the roster is going. Fabi Apache, Aerostar. I can't remember who else. But I think they came back in time for the show, but they didn't. They just weren't booked on the show. Right. I'm like, man, that's like the good workers are all gone. Yeah, it's like, yes. and then they said the, the the first one, the first time, the first warning was the Vianos <laughs> match. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's gonna be bad. And then when they said uh, Blue Demons, they're gonna celebrate Blue Demons anniversary. I'm like, why not just celebrate that on a TV taping? That would make more sense. Instead that's of not, that's not pay per view material. I, they kind of went with too much nostalgia for this show. Mm-hmm. They should have like made it cool. You know what I mean? Like, they, they didn't go with the cool factor. And, you know, every time you hear Conan talk about Trick Belay, he's always talking about how they want to do more of a... They want to be cool, mm-hmm. hip. You know, we watch all these new TV shows because we want to be up to date with all this stuff. It's like, dude, you guys really didn't do any of that. Yeah, and, no, you know, and I'm not even... True. And I'm not, I'm not even saying that because of what they... The people who attended. Because, I mean, Mexican fans are very nostalgic. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about the people here in the U.S. Where, I mean, it's not really, like... You know, that's not going to, it's yeah, not going to play. Yeah, you remember, you're selling this to U.S. fans. I mean. Yeah, and this show, like, I think it left a bad enough taste. Like, just the audio part was bad enough for them. I think it kind of. Yeah, uh, the audio alone would have ruined the show. Even, yeah. even if the wrestling was good, the audio from Hugo being cut out to the. Not the Matt, to hear the having audience. to hear Matt Stryker. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, and then I, I, I tweeted out, I go, oh, Vampiro's running out. Lit on fire to to save the announcing, <laughs> and I was like, that even that wouldn't save it. And you know why Vampiro wasn't on this? Because he he always gives his shout outs to the Juggaloos and all that crap. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, and you know it's so sad because that that same week, Wednesday, was Lucha Underground's final second part of Ultima Lucha, which was great. That oh my god! I, okay, I saw bits. Of you saw last part week. one, right? You saw part one. But they didn't see part, all of part two. No, I didn't. I saw part of part two. I saw... Okay, 
Back to Brian Cage. I saw the Brian Cage versus Mac, and that was great. I loved that. That was match. great. Yes. but the, he was he was used in a way that makes sense, where it's like he he's going against another big dude. Yes, and they're just going at it. You know, it's one of the few matches that I like where they're fighting outside the ring. Why can't the they do that with Alberto? You know, that would have been a lot better instead of having all that interference. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that yeah, that was a really enjoyable match, and it was nice to see Mac being pushed a bit. Yeah, I mean. He's a fun. He's a good worker. Yeah, yeah. He got some good time yeah. in there, and you know, part of it is the way they film and edit Lucha Underground. That's one of the few places where brawls outside the ring for long periods of time actually can work. Yeah, and it really worked with them. That that was an enjoyable match. Yeah. Did you watch the trios match? I did not watch the trios match. You didn't watch the trios match? I did oh not. my goodness! How dare you not watch the trios uh, there's match? There's a lot of things I dare. Um, it wasn't that great. <laughs> um, Drago versus Hernandez was a. It was a called a believers backlash match. Mm-hmm. What it basically was? Did you watch that? No, I didn't. That match was basically they had um like a group of fans mm-hmm. around the ring with straps. Oh, how cool! So you saw the hot tub guy. Ha. You've seen him, right? Yes, the I have. Hot tub guy. I have seen the hot tub um, guy. And then there's another famous fan that I think we might remember. I can't remember his name, but there was, was another fan that we're familiar with. They need Malcolm. Oh, they had um, Casey. Casey, um, he was on a trauma taker. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and they had that dude, the dude who, um, remember that trio, that guy who used to wrestle in MPW who's, who later teamed up with um, the Russian guy and um, the Cuban dude? They're like, they do like a commie group trio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were at that yes. show, that the benefit ah, show. He yeah. was on, he was the guy taking bumps and stuff. Very he was like the plant in the, so they would go whip the guys. They would go whip hard on, whipping uh, oh, hard nice. on Hernandez. Drago, they wouldn't really go out of their way to whip. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was, that match was all right. That was pretty good. But part two was really good. Now, I saw the Johnny Mundo against Alberto match. My God. WWF totally missed the boat on these guys. Yeah, that was a great match. I thought. And you know, it's, well, I mean, also because the setting, the the building, they yes. could do a lot more outside where it looks more like crazy because they could go inside offices, go up the. Oh, steps. absolutely! They could do a lot more. But they were that was just it. great. And then they, had, I like how they did that one door to that room that has nothing in it. Mm-hmm. Instead of just putting a random, a regular door, they put a door with a glass window or whatever I and i was like that. why why does that door have a glass window there's nothing no reason and it was to throw up well who was johnny Mundo? no johnny alberto, Mundo, alberto. Mundo, yeah Mundo. and that was great you know it, it, it usually when there's like kind of a like this was the season ender and usually when they have like a screw finish and then have the baby face you know go batshit crazy on the heel it's doesn't do it for me, but this was an exception. I loved the way Del Rio, uh, or I guess he's Patron now. El Patron. El Alberto Patron. El Patron. I guess I, I love the way he, you know, made trying to get the armbar, you know, the entire focus of the match. Mm-hmm. And I loved how Mundo was just trying to duck him. Mundo is a better heel than I remember. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm, I think I'm, I didn't give him credit, man. I well, when I left, I don't think I, I gave him credit when he was in WWE, but I didn't watch a lot of. I that. didn't watch enough. I didn't watch. Really... I didn't watch as much when he, I think he was in a tag team with Miz, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't really watch a lot of that stuff. I didn't watch. I started watching when he was a singles wrestler, and I didn't really think a lot about him. Yeah, whenever I had seen him as babyface, I thought thought like, why do, are they going to turn this guy? This guy is so good as a face, and I still think he is. 
but I think he's a really awesome heel. And then I love this match. I was thinking of you during this match because I love how he went under the ring to get away from Patron and Patron's looking for him and when he gets out he looks like oh my god Patron caught me and Patron grabs him <laughs> and then he throws sand in his face which yes. I remember you said when you were a little kid I used to fight throw. that's how yes. you yes. fought you when threw I... sand in the person's yes. face yes <laughs> I was like the, the evil genius I was like a heel I like that yeah yep. and just an overall you have to do match. these things when you're when you're the small a small kid you gotta find ways to be exactly and I hope that after you advantage. the sand on your face and kick not my face on their face on their face yes <laughs> I should have done maybe I should have done that thrown it at my face and they would have had sympathy for me like oh my god he's that crazy yeah exactly <laughs> he's so he's crazy he throws like, sand in his the face the equivalent of somebody breaking a bottle over yes, their own yes. head and then say let's go let's go come on yeah I I hope that after you threw the sand in their face, that you went around pointing your finger. <laughs> like, 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 yes, I'm, I'm a wise, genius. evil genius. No, sadly, I would run. <laughs> <laughs> or wisely, yes, wisely, wisely, you would run. I say, I only did that like a couple of times, like twice, I think. When but I was this, a kid. this was a fun match. I, I, as far as like actual matches, not just like all the vignettes and stuff. I, I really enjoyed this match from yeah. start to finish, and. Uh, I, I Melina came in Melina, and helped. the romance yeah. angle, I dug that. I'm curious if they're together. I think they might be, right? I do not know. Yeah. I don't know. I'll ask them. We'll ask them. We'll ask them on Sunday. <laughs> we'll go, hey, um, she's there. Watch her be there. We're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> At an indie show. Like, what are you doing here? Um, then after that was Pentagon Jr. versus Vampiro. You said you didn't watch that, right? I did not watch that. How was it? That was actually pretty good. I actually really liked it. Um mm-hmm. It was just, it was like a death match. Like right. a death match. Only, I didn't like the end of it because the, 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 it ends up being that Vampiro is his, um, his maestro. Oh, okay. But it's like the build up to it was them trying to kill each other. And he lit him in, on fire and everything. It was great. I oh, wow. He lit, he lit Vampiro on fire. I, I, people are probably listening to this. Fredo's really enjoying the fact that Vampiro got lit on fire. <laughs> A little too much, yeah, and I be, probably it am. Might be cathartic yeah, for people. Yeah, I'm like, well, you know, I actually thought, um, I I actually enjoyed the match itself, but I mean, the, just the end of it was so silly because it was over the top. I mean, they use light bulbs and you know those light tubes and it's all like that stuff. They're out to kill light each bulbs. other. <laughs> I'm like light, light bulbs. They're using the little light bulbs. I'm sure they've used those, but um, light tubes. I hope, they're using I light hope tubes. They're the ones that uh, are a, a light bulb turned on on Vampiro when he thought maybe this was a bad idea. No, just kidding. <laughs> and then that light bulb broke. But I just dug it because I mean, and you know, it's so weird. This is this is this is where I where you kind of lose where AAA loses me. Pentagon Junior was used so well in this match, mm-hmm. and was like this whole season in Lucha Underground. He was a star in, on that show. Oh yes. And where is he on the in the Triple Mania? He's in uh, he's in that three way match, and I don't really remember anything he did in that match. It's, it's like we don't know now that the season's over. We don't know when or if Lucha Underground will return. But if for some reason they didn't return, Triple H should just become Lucha Underground. They should just hire Krista <laughs> Joseph to book their shows. You yes. know, if that's the problem, you know. Uh, Phoenix won the Gift of the Gods, which is a great name for a, mm-hmm. a, a tro- an award. Um, he beat he beat seven. What was it? Six other wrestlers because it was seven, right? Seven. I do not know seven <laughs> medals. You, seven medallions. How did you? How do you not know this? Did, didn't you see the build up to it? Didn't you see when they would get the little bag with the med- medallion in it? That's all a little. Just, but you never really you know, understood it. 
<laughs> Dude, they were everybody got a medallion. Then they all had to come together, put the medallion, and they put it on a belt. Okay. The belt had seven medallions. I did see the belt, and I remember just thinking how belt was cool that belt. Was. Yeah, but you just didn't understand. No, I, I, I didn't know the whole story. Yeah, I didn't. So they put the medallions, and then they were gonna have a, a match. And Phoenix was the last guy who got it, and he ended up winning, which was actually a really fun match. Oh, cool. Definitely something you should watch. I saw um, the next match. Then the next match. Kurt. I was so bummed. Like, this is serious. This is really how bad Kurt is. You could, like, give him an entire show, and it'll be, like, a bunch of good matches, and he'll pick the worst match possible to watch. <laughs> Kurt, you watched Blue Demon Jr. versus Tejano Jr. Tell us about now, it. Now, now what, here's a question. Aside from a complete delusion, delusion and incompetence, why do you think I picked this match? Because of um, you wanted to see Tejano Jr. if he could carry Blue Demon. Yes, Jr. exactly. Because you, you know, know me well. You know me well. You know if you're a good worker if you could carry Blue Demon Jr. And I match. admire that. And because I mean, Blue Panther, Hijo yes. Santo, and mm-hmm. I think there's a third guy who I can't remember had a great match with him. And those guys are guys that you know are great workers. Because Blue Demon Jr. very rarely has good matches. Yeah, because that actually intrigues me more than a match between two great workers. I know I'm going to see a good match, but I love to see what somebody can do. Somebody who's known for carrying people. Yeah. And sadly, Tejano Jr. failed. <laughs> yeah, but, well... They also had... That Chavo like, got involved, and um, the crew was involved also. And I thought that whole Chavo and uh, coming... Joining forces with Blue Demon was a little... Eh, I don't know. I know. I mean, Mexico... Just didn't work for me. I mean, Mexico was coming to get Chavo, and now everybody's helping him. Exactly. I'm pretty sure Mexico still wants a piece of them. You know? Yeah. Mexico. Yeah, it's almost, it's almost so, Chavo, if you're listening, Mexico's coming to get you. How dare you, Chavito? And we're going to try to get the right guys to come and get you. <laughs> Next Sunday, Volador Jr. and Mephisto. Just a couple of names that we're going to try to get to come and get you. Well, in fact, let's mention that show really briefly. Come well, we'll here. do it. You want to do it now? Oh, well, let's do it now because we don't... Well, we st- we're still not done. We still need the Milmortis Prince Puma. But we could do... I mean, do you think that's really going to happen? No. Johnny Mundo works for... Okay, so... No, they will be there at the show. Yeah. It's August you, 30th. Yes, August 30th. UIPWLA yes. is running a show at the same place um, in Clea Avenue. On Clela, yes. Clela? Is it Clela? Clela, Clela? Yeah. Okay, I don't know what it's like. <laughs> it's, I got it's right on the corner of uh, Clela and Whittier Boulevard in East Los Angeles. Yeah, their main event that they've been promoting for like the last month... And, you know, there's another show happening that day, too. Lucha Libre VIP. We'll talk about that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this show for UIPWLA, their main event is going to be Johnny Mundo versus Mephisto. Both of those guys are challenging Volador Jr. for the UIPWLA heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. We kind of don't know if it's going to happen. Because for those who don't know, Volador Jr. and Mephisto work for CMLL. Mm-hmm. And Johnny Mundo works for Lucha Underground and kind of works for AAA, too. So... Yeah, I picture them all showing up, but I don't think that... And I'll say, hey, I don't think we can do this. Someone's going to say it. I'm guessing this. And I'm I'm sure it'll be that... People will say it's the CMLL guys, but it's also going to end up probably being Johnny Mundo. Yes. Maybe saying something, too. But it's like... And the promoter... I can't blame them. If it happens, I'll be shocked. You know, I'll I'll be entertained. You know, I'll watch it. (laughs) It's it's worth the gamble to go. One, we still get to see them. I think Volador Jr. is awesome in person. Worst case scenario, you get Volador Jr. versus Mephisto. And that's not bad. That's not bad. And you get Johnny Mundo in another match. Exactly. And there's actually actually some pretty good matches. Um, Superboy Jr. and... um, Principe Indu Jr. defending the UIPW tag team titles. Superboy Jr. is... uh, I didn't mention this to you. Oh. He 
Concussion? The, uh, no, he has to get surgery on the orbital. orbital. Oh. Yes. I just found this out a few days ago. I meant to tell you. Oh, he's out. So uh, he should be out. Uh, so I don't know who they'll have fill in. Mm, so hopefully somebody good because uh, Indu Juniors still going to be on there. Too, yeah, he's gonna I, I assume he'll still be on there. Versus famous BNB boy, which oh, and and, and that would have been a great match. Well, I guess they could put that Johnny. Would've... They could put Johnny Mundo teaming with Prince of Indu Junior. That'd be cool though. <laughs> that would be like Lucha Underground. Kinda. It would be totally. Yeah. Wow. So wow, well, we'll talk about FPW and well, since you're, you brought it up already. Um, well, well, you watched. Finish, yeah, finish did you watch Mel Martes versus Prince Puma? What did you think of I that match? I watched snippets of it, and again, that was a great match. Prince Puma, that I bow to that guy. He's mm. awesome. Mel Martes is really good too. He is too. But you know, yeah, it's so yes. funny. Um, lately, the way AAA is booking uh, Mel Mar- um, Messias, mm-hmm. you would really think Mel Martes and Messias aren't the same person. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Messias I- looks nothing like Mel Martes. <laughs> Mel Martes are really looks really good. Maybe they maybe they separated Ricky Banderas, and now he's it's Ricky Banderas right here. Mil Marth is over here, and Messias on the other side. I like you know. Maybe I think that's a great maybe concept. they split them. I think they should just acknowledge the split and really go with the surreal psychedelic concept, like uh, something like a Scanner Darkly, where he has two separate. You know, his the left hemisphere is his brain, and his right hemisphere are just two separate. Yeah, because I mean, you items, look, and he's confused. You watch he's one person one day. And you watch Mil Muertes on Lucha Underground, and you're like, "Wow, this guy is really good." And then I you, enjoy watching. And him. you know, the thing is, Messias and Triple A's have been a lot, very good in the past, but yes. the last year he's really been like not even a non-factor. No, no. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, Prince Puma lost to Mil Muertes. Actually, what happened on the on the season ending was um, Mil Muertes and the disciples of. I forgot what they're called. The <laughs> the Bible, the Bible. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, they all won titles. That's strange. I knew instead of you. I, yeah, you, the trios. Something's wrong there. <laughs> I don't know. It's all your fault. Everything's my fault. I think you distracted me with Superboy Junior needing surgery. Yes, yes. Uh, when is he? When is he getting surgery? In a few weeks. Oh, so it's not so, gonna be right away. No, not right away. Ugh. So yeah, I was I was bummed to hear that news. Yeah, that but sucks. Sounds like he's gonna be okay though, which is good. Yeah, news, that's but. good. Could have been worse. I mean, it looked really bad. Well, well, we'll talk about it in a bit. Yes. Um, they all ended up. They all ended in the show. The show with all of um, Katrina's group holding the titles, mm-hmm. and then they had a little vignette. Did you watch the vignette at the end? I did watch the, the video where, at the end, which I really dug. With, with Phoenix going up. Uh, no, it was Drago going up in the like as a dragon mm-hmm. flying away. Yes. Aerostar, I think, went like a like a rocket ship, didn't he? Like he just I don't remember like a rocket. Part. He like. Like Rocketeer, <laughs> people are like Rocketeer. What? Wait, 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 yes, I do. I yeah, do, like a Rocketeer. Like that. Yeah, like he, I like he went like, him looking up. Yeah, and then he like went up or something. Yeah. Like that. and then everybody else was driving off. Uh, include. Oh yeah, and we. Um, who all drew up? I'm trying to remember who all Dario drew up. Dario Cueto uh, got that girl. Yes. Um, Black who, Lotus. Yes. To turn on um, Dragon Azteca, mm-hmm. and she murdered Dragon she Azteca. Murdered him. There was she murdered him. Murder on she the murdered show. him. And I think at the end, I think at the end, some other guy's now going to be Dragon Azteca, wasn't it? Somebody picked up the mask and put it on. So we saw, we actually saw two potential murders during the season, (laughs) which I thought was great. I mean, it's a TV show. Yeah, it's It's, a TV show. It's not real life. And um, what else happened? Oh, and they took Matanza with them. They went on a road trip with Mm -hmm. Matanza, Dario Matanza, Matanza Cueto. Yes. The 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 monster. Son of Havoc. 
So not Havoc and um I'm blanking. Ivelisse? Ivelisse. <laughs> he got on her motorcycle and she took him away. Yeah. <laughs> How did Angelica leave? I don't remember. <laughs> I so don't remember. What about Jack Evans? Jack Ava- Jack Evans roller uh got on a skateboard and <laughs> 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 We should. They should have everybody like as they left. Moonwalk the, and breakdance. Their, their forms. Their forms of uh, transportation. He embraced his old roots and breakdanced away. I mean, what wasn't he? Wasn't he a breakdancer before he was a wrestler? That's what I've always heard. I think so. Uh, oh, what I love is when the disciples of death were, you know, celebrating their victory in the ring. With my was it? My striker said, and now the age of death begins here. Lucha Underground and I hope they're not referring to the death (laughs) I really hope because I love this show it's a great show you think it's coming back? I have no idea I think it's I never know what to I don't think it's ever going to come back I'm just kidding (laughs) well it's just just whenever they say we're 99% sure I I think about in the dying days of ECW how Paul Heyman was very slick in saying we have a TV deal just a handshake away and you know, people. They're trying to get on Netflix, and all, they try to get like people to like tell them Netflix needs Lucha and all this stuff. But it's like I don't know if they they're should gonna... just try to sell the show itself yeah, and show how Hulu. unique it is. I mean, because this isn't just a wrestling show. It just seems weird that none of these cha- none of these net like online services have that show on it. It is strange because that actually seems like an optimal place for it. Yeah. It'd be better to have it on Amazon Prime or Netflix, Netflix rather than Hulu. El Rey because I. Like I said, I only crackle. get Crackle. El- <laughs> <laughs> we, we can we get it on Crackle? Like I said, I don't even get the El Rey network. I only get the Spanish feed on my... Oh, so you watched this on the Spanish feed? The last- I watched the... Online. The uh, Brian Cajun Mac, but, and I watched the other one online. Online. And again, like we were talking about Striker, I liked Striker during the Johnny Mundo. I'm telling you, that's that's what I, I I thought. Like he had a lot more enthusiasm, and that kind of covers up a lot of the flaws. I agree. And yes, it's like- as an announcer, but when he when he's like doing the show, especially live, I think maybe also because it's taped. But when he's doing the show live, it just looks like he loses. Exactly. It's like there's two very different map yeah. strikers. One that really blows, and the other who is really good. And and like, like I said, he call I, he call a Mystica the Flying Fujiwara armbar. <laughs> Which it technically it is, yes, but it's yes. like but that's not what it's called. It's called La Mística. Yeah. We're Mexicans. It's La Mística. <laughs> yes, Come on, yes. get it right. It, it'd like be saying, "Oh, look at that Frankensteiner." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could call it Frankensteiner. You can. Scott Steiner invented it. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Remember that whole thing? Like, oh, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll never forget the first time I saw that move was uh, Raúl Mata did it, and I do think. On YouTube, I don't know if you've ever come across those uh, 8mm films yeah, of L.A. wrestling. I probably have it. Somewhere there, uh, and shockingly, I actually remember attending this match when I was 12. And I only went to maybe one match a year when I was a kid. But I think somewhere in there, there's a match of, with, of him versus Kim Sung-ho. And if I remember right, he's doing a Rana. And... Raul Mata did a Rana that was so dynamic, even by today's standards. Wow. That, that guy, it's, it's... I want to scream when I think about how much video there should be of him out there. Well, there's so much stuff that you wish you, you, there was available. Exactly. It's but it's not... just the way it is. Every now and then we get a nice surprise on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, like, like, I know there's one that's been on there for a few Like years. that one dude who was there for what, Jelly Beans. Remember Jelly Beans when I he was on there? And they just disappeared. YouTube. He just disappeared he all He had that early 80s. Yeah, he had all that. Epic stuff. And I regret not. I think, I think 
I think Bix might have got some of it. Oh, did he? Ooh. I don't know if I don't know what he got. David Dickinson. Span. I don't know what he got, but I I remember he he would like ask. I think we were talking about it one time, and we were like, Is that- "Bixie Demon, we must talk. Yeah. We must talk really soon." Oh wow! But uh, well, because every now and then they'll show a few minutes of a TV match from Mexico in the '60s. Like there mm. was some really cool, maybe two minutes worth of uh, Rio de Jalisco Senior on YouTube. That was apart from a movie. No, this was this was definitely TV. This uh-huh. definitely was not a movie. I'll, in fact, I'll. Well, because they used a lot of TV for the movies too. If you they did, but if you look at this, oh, I had the like, announcers and all that. Yeah, these look like the. This had that kinescope feel. Mm. Uh, I'll forward it to you tonight when I get. But I saw it, and it was fun seeing him do that reverse headbutt, which looked so much cooler than. Well, that's what Garamaya Junior uses now. Uh, yeah, yeah, the reverse headbutt. Yes, that's why Volador Junior told him he wrestled like an old timer like an old like an old like old school some, like an 80s some wrestler old school, i know you can't go back to old school but some old school things but that's what Guramaya jr told us remember that one day we're talking he said he liked he liked that style so and that's what he he feels that's the style that's there's so many guys who don't really pick up any of the old moves he's like i like picking up that old and, and you know what if everybody moves. did the new style everybody would look exactly the same and i yeah. think it looks cool when somebody does stuff that stands out so lucha underground you think it's coming back i hope it does I, I so hope it's coming back. I think it might come back, but I mean, the longer they take, like if this, yeah. I'll tell you, if this Johnny Mundo, ma- um, Volador Jr. Mephisto match happens, I don't think it's coming back. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I would say, so I would rare. say, I would say, like it by October, if we don't really hear anything, I think that's when we yes. should start worrying. It would be a bummer because I want to say it's so rare that an experiment like this is so well done. I mean. Uh, the first two things that come to mind, uh, well, one is, what was that promotion in the mid-90s that was, it was on late-night TV, I think, it was on one of the networks. The AWF? It was the one, yeah. It was the on one Channel was, 2? Yeah, was that the one that was bringing back, like, like Bob the, Orton and... Yeah, the old guys, yeah, yeah, I used to watch that. I watched it, too, but it was like... I was like, it's wrestling, I'll watch yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was before you could just go on YouTube and find anything you've ever wanted. But I watched it and I thought, eh, it's a nice sentiment, but no, this yeah. sucks. I think I, I think just the, the fact that it's something different was like enough for me to watch it. Yeah. Well, and same with XPW. I, I admire the quality. XPW was like something I wouldn't watch, which is weird. Same here. But I got in bad quality. I would get it on tapes. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched it a few times. It wasn't my cup of tea, but I gave it to them for really trying something really different. I... And it was fun seeing our local boys get some really good TV exposure. That well, was for so me, it was awesome. for me, it was just because I got it in tape and it wasn't in good quality. Right. Because the guy, even the guy, told me he's like, it's not in good quality. Yeah. Because it was like all like you know like a channel that he was getting all scrambled and like you could barely sometimes you would see it well sometimes you wouldn't. I was like, I'm not gonna watch. Yeah, it. I, th- I think I was used to that because that's. I what was just happy because he would put that and then he would get great quality on um, the and the um the wild side in Georgia the promotion that oh, was yes. wild side. And I could watch that. I was like, I, I just dug it because it looks so like raw, like so like dirty and everything. <laughs> I, it's online. Um, I dig that. Chris Zellner. Chris Zellner's watching it. Every I love Monday. the raw and dirty look. Yeah. I really do. It's it's. You got all these fat southern guys in the shows and stuff. Yeah, yeah and really Black just, built dudes, really rebuff black. Dudes. And they're they're just in there to kick each other's sounds, butts. Sounds you know? racist. Like it's not, it's it, 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 it's borderline. The show's borderline racist the, sometimes. It's <laughs> I mean, I'll never forget when I first saw Memphis TV in the early '80s. My jaw kind of dropped because 
not only were I was used to heels saying racist stuff to get heat with the fans, but I'd hear baby faces make saying racist stuff about you know the black you, heels, and I'm like, whoa. You know what used to always upset me? What's that? You know how they would always have like tag teams or whatever. No matter what happened, it was always the black guys together. They yes. never had them like with other. The dudes. first time I saw the, and I was like, dude, why don't why can't this guy team with a white guy? And that was always my whole like problem. Like I would have like I would constantly argue over that. Like, and one of the or the Mexicans, times, they would have the Mexicans together. It's like why can't these guys team up? Like the few times it was broken was uh, Coco Beware and Bobby Eaton. Yeah, which was very. Cool. And that's what that was the first team I saw. That I was like, oh, that's a that's a cool tag Same team. Same here. Oh, in fact, I remember when Coco Beware turned babyface. This was bizarre because we used to get some of the. We pro- should have the great. Uh, biracial tag teams. <laughs> Just run, run well, remember, like in the forties, yeah. they would have a Negro champion. Yeah, I, I, they seriously they would have Negro champions. Uh-huh. Blacks wrestling blacks only. Yeah, I w- so it wouldn't have shocked me if there was a biracial tag team. Just like segregate, like like one one white dude teaming up with a black dude, like that would be like the absolutely well or a Mexican guy. Like I never like saw Chavo Guerrero teaming up often with another like white guy. Like even when he was a mid south, I never saw that. It never, I never like, thought of that. And, you know, it, it never, it, it wasn't something I would think about all the time. I was just like, why isn't he teaming up? He's always teaming up with his brother. Or or if he was, like, in some other, some they would bring in some other Mexican dude, like Manny Villalobos or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and I would be like, Manny Villalobos sucks. <laughs> Come on, he's a jobber. It always, like, there was always one guy, or, like, Almadril would team up with Al Perez. I'm like, dude, yeah. how could these, they can't get along. Almadril's, like, an old, middle-aged Mexican dude, and Al Perez is, like, a young, like, from cute Florida type of, you know, they were a different type of Yeah, it, I, I always thought it was a shame that Al Perez wasn't, like, maybe 10 years younger because there was another Al Perez here. <laughs> You're like, Al Perez? There's Al yeah, Perez. yeah, it was an older yeah. Al Perez, and, and he was kind of more, you know, stocky, yeah. like, barrel-chested build, and he was, I guess he was a bonafide butt-kicker. I didn't know that till years after, but I thought it'd be fun having the old Al Perez teach, you know, mentoring the Was there ever, guy. like, a wrestler that you saw and you just knew sucked? Like, you weren't really into, like... When I was a kid? Yeah, you know, just some guy, you just saw him, and was like, oh, man. You know what? As, as little as I knew about wrestling, it didn't take me long to see how just bad Superstar Graham was. Yeah. And I, and, and I was, like, spanking brand new to wrestling. Yeah. And I, I just thought, whenever he'd get in the ring and flex those muscles, I thought, this is the coolest guy. He's going to kick this other guy's ass. Because, you know, they're, yeah, because you, you would see, like, really, like, those guys, you know, the Brody, since I grew up in the 80s, there, the, the, there was a bunch of dudes that would, like, grow their beards, look like Brody. Yes. You thought, all oh, these guys are badasses. But then there was always, like, that one guy you watch and it's like, oh, come on, this guy's a joke. He's Absolutely. not that good. He would, like, do everything wrong and everything. Like, I never liked the Warlord for some reason. I never thought he was, like, that impressive. I never got into him. I, like, he, the Barbarian, I thought, oh, this guy can go because he used to do, like, kicks and stuff like yes. that. And, like, he could, like if he could lift his leg higher than his waist, <laughs> I thought, oh, he could do that. But Warlord just looked like a big dude. I was like, dude, come on. This guy can't do anything. And, and oh, well, I'm trying to remember. There, somebody came to mind. Every now and then, L.A. would use somebody who is a jobber who you could tell was from the Venice Beach crowd. And probably, I always wonder, maybe they knew Jack Armstrong or one of the guys that yeah. learned a little bit of wrestling. And they'd come in just looking and like a million dollars. Yeah, they'd move their little muscle, yeah, their, and their they chest muscles. Yeah, and they so cool. And then, and then they would do absolutely nothing in the yeah. ring and then get pinned. I was uh, like, man, why is this kid? At least they didn't put them over. I, there's a lot of mistakes the LaBelle promotion And it was made, so weird because like, you would watch N.W.A., yeah, and then it would have like like Mike Jackson, and you'd be like, Mike Jackson looks like my grandfather, and he would like go and it's like, holy yes. shit, this guy's great! Like yes. you, it didn't take that long for you to realize oh. that guy was great. Like remember that Guatemala. 
TV show that uh, yeah, tape Jorge, we had. Jorge, Jorge uh, Mendoza? I know I have it on YouTube. I posted it on but YouTube. But he looked like a gra- somebody's grand-grandfather. Yeah, and he could go. And you're like, well, this Bob Armstrong. When I first saw Bob yes. Armstrong, that dude looked old. And he, I thought he was great because, first of all, he could talk. Yeah. And he could he could still go, you know. You look like he looked like one of those old guys who could like beat the shit out of somebody. Exactly, he's like the Jack Lane of pro yeah. wrestling. But there's always amazing. those guys, and that's what I, you know, that pisses me off. Oh, um, we should get back to Triple A. Um, their um, their webmaster the same day that Triple Mania happened, mm-hmm. and I made a joke about it. Um, I said the, the Triple Mania was so bad that their webmaster quit. <laughs> oh my! God. But um, he 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 yeah, he, he moved up. He moved. He got a new job. He got a new position in um. The 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 company he works for, the the online business, right? And but AAA, um, first of all, like I think last week they announced that they were doing a a web store, mm-hmm. an online store through um, some site, Kill Chick or something like that. And today they announced that they're going to have um, some, they're going to have a new website, a new design, mm-hmm. a new web design, and they're going to start doing their. Ah. But I think it might be. I think it might be somebody through Port Bauer. It sounds kind of like because they're doing a lot of the English stuff. Possibly, yeah. That will... kind of sounds like it's gonna, it's going to be horrible. So, now I've heard. I don't know if you've heard I, this. Did you, it's going to be horrible. <laughs> I don't have a lot of faith in um, my faith. I hate to say it. I don't want to blame Court Bauer and all this, but I think my my faith on. Well, uh, I have. Heard, I heard. I heard that he actually took full responsibility. Yeah, for I, how badly I'll give the a credit for that. He took full, yeah, it's rare somebody. He didn't does take that. credit for the booking, though. He said, "I'm not taking credit for the bad booking." <laughs> Like, well, we should talk about um not big news in CMLL, right? Well, we or what do you about, want to talk about first? You want to go talk about Roddy Piper so we can get the yeah. I'm just going to briefly mention a, it. We could go end on a high note. You, we we it's can be sad. This is true. This is true. Roddy Piper died. Uh, <laughs> every old school Los Angeles fan, uh, you know, Dan Farron, uh, myself, Danny Wolf, a lot of people got to see. A very different Roddy Piper from the product that most people remember in the WWF. Now, uh, and that's what I'm familiar with. Exactly, and I think yeah. that's what most people are familiar with because that's when a lot of people. That's when wrestling really started becoming like a I, national mainstream. I just hope there's not a lot of fans who started watching him like in 2000, oh, <laughs> 1999. Yeah, I'm sure they would understand. They would be like, How what's the big deal cares? about that? Well, you know, if you started watching wrestling by then, you were learning about history. Yeah. And, stuff like that. and, and you know, uh, Fredo, I'm sure, is going to chuckle as I say this, but I'm actually writing something about the evolution of Roddy Piper from... Kurt has been writing this for four months. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, actually, you started you writing it. passed away a month ago yeah. or so. <laughs> you, you started writing this when um, the site crashed, and you're using that as a reason for Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I am using it as an excuse. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been really like... Uh, you started writing it after he passed away. Yeah, yeah, and I've been really flaky with my writing, even flakier than I usually am. But no, I'm, I'm working on something that I hope people will dig, about his evolution from when I first saw him in, in Los Angeles to... Uh, Portland, then to Georgia and to the WWF. But I do want to. What about WCW? You're going to pretend that never happened. I'm going to pretend that never happened. No, I'm. I'm I'm going to start from his. Speaking of worst pay-per-view matches, Piper was in a couple that were really bad. Yes, yes. Was it the one with him and Hogan that was? I think that was one of the awful. Yeah. Well, 
I, you know what? I really gotta say, like, I, that's the, one of the things when people were saying about the Vianos and Psycho mm-hmm. Circus Man. I watched a lot of the really bad WCW pay-per-views, oh, like the uncensored, yeah. uncensored matches. And at some point, I stopped watching them, so I probably yeah. missed some really bad yeah. ones. I never saw the famous uh, one finger uh, defeat. That kept was a Kevin. That was on, on Nitro, wasn't it? Oh, that was on yeah, Nitro. That was okay. on Nitro. I stand corrected. Then you're like, I didn't watch that. Nitro. No, I didn't see it. I don't remember seeing it. It was three I, hours long. You probably. Tuned I think out. I tapped out by that <laughs> time. Uh, no, but I'm working on that. But I do want to briefly just talk about how actually privileged I feel that I actually saw the dawning of Roddy Piper as a star, and I remember. He was hyped as coming in, like, I think at December of 75. Because you, you had started watching by 72, 73? I started watching in 72. 72. And late in 1975, when they were hyping the Battle Royal, one of the names was Roddy Piper. And and you were like, Roddy Piper, that's a silly name. No? No, like I thought kid. it was kind of cool. Yeah. I Like, when you they said Javar Rook is coming, I went, that's one of the coolest names I've heard. <laughs> you got to remember. Yeah. I, I grew up on both L.A. wrestling and Argentina wrestling. So, there so were some silly weird, names yeah. I thought rocked. I mean, I still love Yolanka, the spaceman, you know. Uh, yeah. But so I was, curi- I was always curious when there was a new wrestler. And, and I, you know, I got a lot of the after mags and the Canadian wrestling monthly mags. And here was somebody I never heard of, so I'd always be intrigued. And when he came in, he was made mainly just this baby face who just really got his butt kicked. And I think I only saw him once, but... So you got to see him as a babyface in L.A.? And it was only for maybe a few weeks. Oh, wow. Uh, as the story goes, he was supposed to just be here for about a month and then go up to Portland. But Leo Garibaldi, who uh, Jeff Walton goes on record saying is the greatest booker he ever knew, he saw something in Piper and wanted to turn Could to he heel. book Triple Mania again? <laughs> If you could bring him back to life, he might have done something. I think something. he could have done a better job, Dad. I think he could have. <laughs> but he saw something in Piper, and even you know, even Piper, even though Piper spun a lot of fanciful tales over the years, he gives credit where credit is due. And it was Garibaldi's idea to turn him heel and make him into Roddy Piper. And I'll never forget the night he turned heel. And the way they did it, or I shouldn't say the night he turned heel, but his first TV appearance as a heel... The way they did it is uh, Johnny Rods at the time was playing Java Rook, this uh, this madman from the Middle East who would never win matches because he would beat the guy and then he'd keep beating them and he'd always get disqualified. And so one night they had him demolish Piper and the following Wednesday on TV, Piper came into the ring with a T-shirt on and on the back of it it said, if you can't beat them, join them. Oh, wow. And he just grabbed the mic, and Rook is stalking around like a madman. You know, and Rook, the only words he would say were, Rook, Rook. <laughs> and uh, Piper just, he was a natural from day one. So he, what did he become, like his manager or something? Yes. And okay. what it was, he says, he said something along the lines of, you know, I want to say what a wonderful lesson I learned from this man, Java Rook. I was being a fool, you know, trying to be kind, trying to... You know, be a good technical wrestler, and this guy taught me that that's not the way to go. So I want you all to read the back of my shirt, and then he pauses and says, "Oh, I forgot. Your wrestling fans, most of you can't read. I forgot. Your wrestling fans, most of you can't read." And uh, he said, "You know, this guy beat me into oblivion, so I joined him." 
and that was the birth of Piper the Heel. And he was unlike any heel I had ever seen before. Uh, most heels were tough talking, you know, real guttural or you know, scowling bad guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah occasionally, you'd get this really unique person like an Oliver Humperdinck who was kind of a flamboyant manager you know you know arrogant you just wanted to see him get his butt kicked for that but Piper was the first wrestler I saw who he he was like a, a like a laughing hyena yeah he and he had a lot in common with the WWF Piper but this Piper there was this coward deep inside he would he'd be kicking ass and taking names Smiling and laughing all the way, but as soon as somebody got his number or put him in a bad position, like if he was put in a loser leave town match, and back, those were back in the days when you lost a loser, loser leave town you match, actually you actually left. Yeah, it was you know guys were going to other territories, and so now you can't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Well, that's yes, why, they, no don't, that's why they don't do them anymore. It's yeah. Like, well, but unless your contract's ending and you decide you want to do something for the promotion, or exactly, and and they do but that really doesn't. <laughs> I don't think. It, I don't even think that's happened. I, I can't really. I don't think so yeah. either. But, but uh, basically, what they do is somebody like a lot of times a heel would turn, and when he turned, he'd turn against Piper, and it was painted like, oh, Piper is such, you know, Piper is such an asshole that even. The despicable people get tired of him. Yeah. And when he would get locked into that loser leave town match, he'd come on TV like in tears, like, like no, 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 th- this can't be. Like, th- why is everybody turning against me? Oh, and he tried to make up with Chavo Guerrero. Yeah. You know, whenever they'd have a stupid like a Texas death match or something like that, he would, he would like, you know, Chavo, I've really always admired you. Let's just bury the hatchet, Piper. <laughs> but um, it's funny. Even though I knew little about wrestling at the time, even I knew this dude is going to be a star, but I had no idea. He'd be that big a star. Yeah, I had no idea he'd be a mainstream icon in the mid-80s and just... Did you see him in Portland? You know what? When I moved up to Oregon, I got to see him once before he left the territory. To go to Georgia, right? Yeah, uh, Carolinas, Carolinas and then Georgia, yeah. No, I got to see him once and, man... Did you watch him in Carolinas and Georgia? Georgia, I Georgia. that was like for when I first got cable TV, and even just as Gordon Soley's sidekick, he was amazing. Yeah, he was just amazing. And then WWE ruined him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, well, they made him a bigger star than he ever. It did. Oh no, no, it, it yeah. was the best movie he could that's, make. That's the weird thing. Like with WWE, you think? I think most fans who might not be familiar with wrestlers outside of their time in WWE, mm-hmm. they um. They think, oh, they were great in WWE, and you tell them, oh, they're a lot better elsewhere. Oh, yes, yes. And it's like, it's true. Like, a lot of the guys, like, practically every, but the thing is, WWE makes you a star. That's what oh, exactly. remembers you. And you're, you're doing like, it on their Chad terms. Biasi, nobody remember. everybody remembers him as the Million Dollar Man. Million Dollar Man. man. Not, so the hardcore fans remember him from Mid-South. Yes, you know? yes. Um, Junkyard Dog, same thing. Mm-hmm. The British Bulldogs, they were in other places. Probably a lot better than they But that's did. what... Because I don't even think they would last it that long. They were like... No. He got hurt pretty fast. Didn't he? Like, dynamite kick. Oh, he it. banged up his body quickly, yeah. which which is what freaks me out about so many people just... Yeah. Doing all these high-impact moves, but... Yeah. That's just the way it is. Yeah, and Piper's kind of... But... And we actually met him, like, a couple of years ago, too. Yeah, he was real nice to us. Didn't we see him again? 
Did we? I thought it was just that one time in Simi Valley. I kind of, I kind of recall we might have seen them again. Well, Dan, uh, Dan Farron got for to... some reason. I remember we saw him again, like afterwards. Yeah, Dan Farron actually got to work with him on one of Danny Wolf's productions really? on a TV show, and I, I we'll have to ask. He was Dan. actually a really nice guy when we met him. Like, well, that's one thing. You know, he he had a lot of run-ins with people outside of wrestling, but it seems like whenever there was like some sort of event with a fan who never heard about him being a dick to the fans. He yeah. always seemed like he was really nice. I, was, our friend Sophia got to yeah. meet him. I mean, she was so jazzed. Yeah. And that's the, like, that she, makes she people's was, days. She was like, I can't believe, when she was telling me, she's like, I can't believe you can't get, you're not that excited about meeting Roddy, Roddy Piper. And I'm well, yeah. But, you know, that's <laughs> just me, you know. It's not, it's, and plus, I'm, I'm excited to meet him. I'm, I'm just not a very, it's not something that's, like, it's not something that's going to like, oh, my God. And especially if you meet somebody already before that. What? When you meet Russell's, like, I think we had already, I had already met Mil Mosteras. Yes. Dos Caras, Kanek. We've Blue met Panther. so many. It's I'd like... already met some, you know, you go to all these shows, you're, you've already met a lot of wrestlers. By the time you meet Roddy Piper, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. I met Roddy Piper. Well, you know, I'm excited, exactly, but it's not, exactly. I'm not showing it, you know? But, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was sad to hear he passed, but, yeah. I mean, man... Did a lot, and you know. meanwhile, Hulk Hogan's getting into more trouble. Oh boy! Oh, oh boy! <laughs> the the oh. rise and fall of Hulkamania, man. Oh. Uh, well, back to some good news. The big news this past week. Oh boy, yes. The eighty the eighty second anniversary coming up for CMLL. September eighteenth, the main event mm. was announced. Atlantis. It is going to be Atlantis versus La Sombra. Mass versus mass. Now, there's still a chance they might change it, you know. You oh, never, I hope they do. You never know with CMLL. But uh, this is, so far, it's a singles match. And the way Atlantis made it sound, he doesn't want it to change. He wants it to be wow. Atlantis versus Sombra. Because that same day they announced that match, there was even more big news for CMLL. And a this lot of, and you know, mind. as a hardcore fan, I would rather, like, to me, I'd rather they elevate younger talent and mm-hmm. t- turn them into stars. But as a fan that wants the promotion to grow and everything and understands they got to, you know, they got to fill the building a little more. Yes. You need stars. And they brought in two of the biggest stars in Mexico. L.A. Park and Dr. Wagner Jr. are returning. Who you thought would never yeah. welcome to back. As- I- especially Dr. Wagner Jr. Because yes. he was talking so much trash about Paco Alonso. For- and Paco Alonso. And Paco Alonso actually said, talk back about him. Like, yes. He's, in, he's ungrateful. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing because Paco Alonso has such a track record of I think that kind of tells you that the whole thing with Santo was all about money more than anything else. And him, and him having to deal with his wife. I think that kind of was more of a... Mm, I'm guessing, I'm guessing that might have been more of it. It doesn't... He's probably like an old school type of guy and doesn't want to deal with the wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I think yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Because some men are like that, you know? But some, this is exciting news. Yeah. I, I, and the, the reason I wanted to say that right away is because um, when they asked... That, one of the questions they asked Atlantis, a fan asked Atlantis, wouldn't you rather have... Dr. Wagner Jr. join in this match with La Sombra and turn it into a three-way. And Atlantis was like, no, first of all, Dr. Wagner Jr. had his chances, always backed out. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's a lot of talk. He's like, he's like, and La Sombra and I, we've kind of been here for all this time. We've, we were in the last two anniversary shows. We both deserve this. It's like, it should just be a singles match. The fans deserve a singles match. So it's going to be a singles match until they change their mind or something. And I feel, I... I, I usually hate to pat myself on the back, but there's a, a lot of people didn't see anything in Sombra, and for several years now, I just thought, this guy is... 
Even when he has a mask that has nothing on it, he looks more charismatic than... Why are you patting yourself on the back? We all thought he was good. I knew some people. I think you're talking about Dave Meltzer, who follows me on Twitter now, so you can't talk bad oh, about okay. him. Okay, I won't say anything. No. <laughs> like, he follows me, stop talking bad well, about him. he said he had no charisma. That. I don't know who he was talking about, because I, I don't think Dr. Lucha ever told him. I don't know, I mean. Yeah, that... I don't think Dr. Lucha ever told them that. No, so like, but I heard several people just not see that much in Stoneberg. They never said he sucked, but... They just said he lacked charisma, and then yeah. and then it even got weirder when Meltzer said he, he looked like he got fat. Remember when he was going through that phase where he thought yeah, Stoneberg got yeah. fat? He's like, he looked exactly the same. He's like, he's not fat. He just looks... He got bigger. He got bulkier. He's he muscular. He did. Yeah. I, I just... In respect, it, especially when we saw him and Volador in L.A. earlier this year... Man, that guy, seeing him live is an experience. And yeah. I, mean, I don't say that that often. He, the way he plays the heel role, he's just... He became... He, he we were when, when he joined up with Rush and La Mascara, and La Mascara, he's not really that great. Mm-hmm. But I, when he joined Rush, and Rush is so, like, in character and so crazy and so angry. <laughs> like, like I, th- I always think, man, that dude's going to have a stroke or something. They're the closest thing to a new Peros Del Mar. Yeah, like... I don't. I don't even think Perros de Mal were ever that angry. They were like they just yeah, look cool. These, these they were cool. Are, yes. The Perros de Mal were cool. Rush and Sombra are just like these crazy, angry dudes. Like like you just worry what they're gonna like. They're gonna hurt somebody. Yes. Or yes. Or, or have a stroke like during a match. It's, it's just like they're like so wired. You had a hybrid of Perros del Mal and Roddy Piper. Just yeah, unchained. yeah. Some just some crazy unchained. like just like if just find the the heat the craziest angriest heel you could find. Yeah. And that's basically a Russian and Yeah, they just stay out of trouble and not yeah, yeah, like, with the fans. And like, and I was, I always thought Sombra's going to be fine because he's a good worker. But then all of a sudden he became what Rush is. Like he was actually like being as big a dick as Rush. Yes. And it's like he's, it's amazing. And so now them and and you know the only thing was like Atlantis. I think we're so used to CMLL building stuff up over years. Mm-hmm. Like I think the Ultima Girl Atlantis thing. Not only was it that one year where they swerved us and had Volador versus Sombra, which was also a feud that had gone on for a couple, like a year or two right. prior to that, but Ultima Guerrero and, and Atlantis goes from when they broke up, and then they continued for another year. Whereas La Sombra versus Atlantis, really, the guy I actually heard more often challenge wanting Atlantis mask was Rush, mm-hmm. but that was always on the on the on their TV show on their yeah. on their interviews their Informa show, which. Doesn't seem to coincide with what they're doing on TV, anyways, because everybody's fantasy booking on that show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So then, they had two weeks ago. They started like three, two, three weeks ago. They started doing that, and it's like now they're going to do that instead of just because everything prior to that was Thunder versus Ultimo Girl, and who which we thought was over with. But I think they're going to do that as the other Mask versus Hair, like the undercard, like the undercard, yeah, like the second, like maybe they'll have like the. They'll have that then a trios match with Dr. Wagner and Allie yeah. Park. And, and, maybe. and for the It's going to be a loaded show, though. For the reason we said earlier, uh, I do want to see the Ultimo Guerrero versus Thunder match just to see if Ultimo Guerrero can do something with that match. Because that's when you'd see... Like, I think he would because he'll bump all over the place for him. Yeah, which would be the way to go. Yeah. I mean, I... I and I Ultimo Guerrero... Ultimo Guerrero's been pretty good lately, too. Yes. So. Um, so Atlantis versus Umber, who do you think is going to win the mass match? Oh, jeez, I have no idea. <laughs> this is one of those where you don't know, because we've heard stories. we heard Atlantis stories about him wanting to get a payoff already. 
Well, they should give him a good payoff. They should give him like, and you know that's really the guy who loses technically is the one that that deserves is doing something because they deserve exactly. it. Exactly. I, I mean, my assumption is Sombra is going over. Uh, you never. Yeah, know, just, but I think it would be a mistake. To I think like a, like this is how I view it. The Sombra would win because he's the young guy who you want to elevate, and he gets one of the biggest masks probably. Mm-hmm. And like Atlantis was saying, they um they were asking. I can't remember if it was Atlantis who said it. Might have been Atlantis who said it, where they asked him about the his mask, and he said, "Well, right now my mask is really the the big prize." Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. Rush Rush was the one that said that the big prize in CML is Atlantis mask. That's the big oh, prize. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's what La Sombra winning it would be like the biggest thing for him, the defining moment for him to be like next superstar. But then I also think, what if La Sombra has a cool look? He's a cool, good-looking young guy or something. I never thought about that, but that's. And maybe he wants some money. <laughs> maybe he needs money or it's something. It's true. It's true. Like maybe he's he's going to be kind of sad if he was yeah. just for the money. Because and then the other thing is like maybe they want to build up Atlantis as this really un- like incredible like you know like the Undertaker where he's like ha- and got then this drop it and then he'll drop it eventually to somebody else. But then I think who's he going to drop? You, he could drop it to Rush because Rush's hair is really That's valuable true. too. So it's like, but I'm thinking Silver is going to be the one that wins it. Yeah, I, I, think I, that's I, what I should. Yeah. Do. I, have a I, I don't know how long Atlantis has. I mean, I don't know if he if he's like a Ric Flair who wants to just stay there forever or yeah, because he he's he. Ready to I think he he kind of seems like more of a guy who'd probably like he's not going to be around as long as like some of these other guys. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna. He might. I mean, because he's still he's still in shape I mean, and he's stuff. He's in really good shape for his age. Because once he drops his mask, all of a sudden he's not really a top guy. He's basically in that Blue Panther Corky exactly. group where exactly. they'll work main events, but they're not the. They're more living off of their what they were in the past, yeah. which she still is kind of now. But the mask is like, holy shit! You want to see that match? It it'd be so worth it. Yeah. Um, well, with Doctor Wagner Jr. in L.A. Park, L.A. Park came in and wants Rush in a mask versus hair match. Oh, Ooh, really? you're sitting on your phone. Am I sitting? On yeah. Trying to butt dial. You just butt dial. I'm trying to multitask. But dialed uh, Doctor Lucha. That's right. Oh, and by the way, I didn't want to infer that you were the one who didn't say that uh, La Sombra didn't have something going. I, oh. I just you thought it was you thought it was me, right? No, I. Oh, you were. Oh, right. you thought people thought. I, no, people know that I think he's awesome. So. Yeah, totally. Um, and with Ali Park, he wants to challenge um, Rush, mm-hmm. and what ended up happening is he's he wants to have a truce with Doctor Wagner Jr. So that they could take on CMLL to uh-huh. show them that the independents can work against CMLL. Uh-huh. But I'm guessing it, they're probably going to do something separate where LA Park teams up with Volador and well, all Well, one, that. they should because people like LA Park, you don't know if they're going to take a hike. Yeah, and that's the other while. issue. Like, they're, they're not really, they're not. And LA Park said that on when he was being interviewed. He was talking about the first time he came to CMLL, mm-hmm. the last time. He said that um, guys were having, were placing bets on how long he would last in uh, <laughs> In the promotion. That's awesome. And well, because it's this hippie mental mentality yeah. where. That's one thing I really dig about him. Is when yeah. he flat out said I'm a hippie. And with Doctor Wagner Jr., I mean, what the way they did it was, um, he, um, they played the video, mm-hmm. and it was like Bad Medicine started playing, and then all of the video, and we're like, holy shit! And you know, at first we're thinking it's the all elite, they're doing that all elite indie, yes. p- indie show, like oh they're just promoting the all elite show. These guys are paying them to do it, and then all of a sudden. I think what ended up happening is like they're seeing all these other promoters drawing big crowds and like why don't we just do it? <laughs> True. You know, they're we're losing money doing this. As long as they don't bring in like really old dudes like Octagon, I'm okay yeah, with it. Yeah, there's some you shouldn't count. Yeah, on. like Octagon I wouldn't bring in. 
Cause yeah, if you're going to bring him in, you don't want to bring him in yeah. as a main roster. No, just because he's... he's on, like, if you want to bring him in, like, to team up with Atlantis for one match, one show... Yeah, but don't have him be one of your yeah. top... Don't, don't, don't expect him to be a top draw Yeah, don't, don't bring him in for long. Um, so they played that. Then um, LA, Then all of a sudden, they had um, the, the guy who's doing the show. He's, he looks up because he hears music, mm-hmm. and it's LA Park, and LA Park run, walks in. And he's there talking about how he showed up. He's like, I showed up at this press conference because this is the only place I could get um, um, Rush to accept my challenge. Because he said he, Rush told him he wouldn't have a mask versus hair match with him oh. unless it was in Arena, Mexico. Wow. So <laughs> now they're there. They actually, LA Park then showed up at the Arena, Mexico show this past Friday. Mm-hmm. And they're working. He didn't know his date. Next, next Friday... The main event is going to be um, Ali Park and Dr. Wagner are going to be in a trio, trios match where they're going to team up, up with the combination of Rush, Sombra, Atlantis, and Volador Jr. Should be a good match. Very like, cool. And it's airing on Claro Sports. And I am looking forward to it's this. It's going to air online for those of you. The other CML news, Bobby Zavala, Juan and Busca de Unidolo, one of the greatest tournaments of all time. <laughs> those of you, Kurt, how many of those how, you, you said... You were gonna watch that tournament, and I would watch. If I, you would watch that tournament, I would have to watch some movie that you picked out. No, but no, no, I that, know for that a fact was that one. No, we. Said I that know for that. a fact you did not watch a single match of the tournament, and I was so happy. I think if you go back and listen to it, no. If no, I ever watched that Bobby Zavala. No, match, no. People heard. Uh, okay. People said. I said you would have to watch the entire Embusca del Nidolo tournament. And you did well, not then watch. You any don't of it. have to watch whatever it was. Yes. I already forgot what it was. Yes. Why you get yes. Watch, so. Not touche. Match. Nope. Match was about as bad as... The match was... It was good. And it was I'm, okay. But I must thank you for taking the bullet of watching the The tournament entire tournament. I didn't. Uh, that sounds Match like was, was okay. It was really bad. Um, Bobby Zavala did a tope. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess he missed Garomaya Jr. and hit the, hit the guardrail and hurt his shoulder. Oh. So he worked the rest of the match hurt. Ow. So when he, even when he was trying to do his pin... He couldn't do it complete, like really well, mm. so it looked really bad, to the point where the referee counted, and it looked it was it was they, a disaster. They have gone to a it was a disaster. While well, Bobby Zavala is going to Japan, so that's that's what's that's that was the big prize. I'm happy for him. He'll go for Fantastica cool. Mania. I'm guessing maybe Girl Maya Jr. will go to that anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they gotta they they have plenty he of guys. I, I I really like that. Guy. Yeah, that was like, but it was like it basically that match. If you watch the match, it was basically like the, the, the culmination of what the entire tournament was. <laughs> it, was just like a, it was like just bad. Yeah, now, somebody I want to bring up really briefly because I was thinking of last year's tournament. Somebody who I enjoy watching now even more than ever and who you are the first to tell me how awesome this guy was. But I love Ray Hechicero, and not just because he's a great worker, but he reminds me of... One of the villains who would fight El Santo in the old black and white Santo movies. Mm. He just has that like Acha Diabolica look to him. Because he changed his look too. He changed his look. And, and that was the best movie yeah. he could ever make. And he, now, he even added fire to his arm. Um, yes, I arsenal. love that. I yeah. love that. And I, I, I got to say, man, this is just the change of costume and just that little tweak. Yeah. When I saw totally. that costume, like he's a main event guy now, because exactly. that's what it, that's what he was lacking. Because he looks a lot cooler now. Yeah, that other costume just didn't do him justice. Yeah, it didn't do any. And it looked like he something looks, he that would have worked like in two thousand two thousand five. Yes, but yes. now he has a look that looks like it's a main event he level. He is so cool. Yeah, what did you watch him? What did you see him on? Like, I, I'm really embarrassed to say, Mark Cole recommended a match, 
and and you forgot what match you I did. What match you did not watch that match. You watched no, the other. I watched one. it. I watched it, and I'm already <laughs> forgetting. You should have said, said uh, it was the match Mark Cole recommended, and I I did, I. I clicked that match, but I ended up watching the other match that was recommended on the sidebar. <laughs> it sounds like something I would do, but no, I did yeah. watch the match, and I've already blanked on who he is wrestling, but I remember just... just was it a trios match? No, it was a singles, singles one-on-one. On one. Hmm, I can't remember. Uh, but what oh, Valente? No, it probably wasn't that, because that, that just happened. No, no, no. That just happened. I think that's not even he, he, But he, I think that airs this That guy is, might have that guy is just the king of cool right yeah, now. Yeah, he's really good. Opinion. He's really good. Yeah. He, he's with that guy that we're all like, why isn't this guy more used more I, often? On yeah, that's right. And and and. Well. But then you see the roster, Seamal's roster, like up top, it's really loaded. Their problem is when they put all those undercard guys that aren't really good, like Inquisidor and Kamora, all those guys. When they put those guys that aren't very good, Robin, they put those guys it's like, oh, the show sucks. And they should really, ha- I know. The rest of the card, it's like, and then when they have Pure Oath and all those guys kind of mixed in, it's like, ugh. <laughs> but when they get get rid of those guys, it's all right. Um. Oh, today on Chilanga Mask is on. Um, they posted their entire show from um, the 16th mm-hmm. onto YouTube. You should probably watch that because that has Virus versus Dr. Cerebro. Ooh. Um, it has Echicero and Ultimo Girl versus Kaifan and Avisman, two really good Sweet. Andy guys. And it has Girl Maya Jr. versus Girl Maya. Girl Maya Sr. is Black Terry. Oh, my God. That's Ooh. a really good show. Oh, that's um, something I want to see now. What were you gonna? Were you gonna find something? Uh, you have notes. I, I notes was, on something. Yeah, I'm just gonna see notes. Oh. What do I have notes about? Uh, yeah, so CML Friday show is airing on Claro Sports. They actually blocked it the first week, mm-hmm. but this past week they they um they had it region free, so we were all able to watch it without having to use um any apps. Very cool. It was pretty good. The the there was actually a really good minis match. I don't. Know, I think Cubs fan refilmed re- it. Um, from two weeks ago, the first show. Yes. Stukita. That's somebody I recommend you watch. Stukita. Oh, Stukita. Okay. Stukita. You gotta watch him. If you watch him, you're gonna say that's probably the best baby face in um, CMLL. Really? Because the way he acts, the way he plays, he's like a cool little like. He's a, just he comes off like a cool worker, like like somebody who's not shy of. Yeah, being yeah. He's, he, baby he has face. charisma. He's charisma. He has great charisma. Nice, nice. Um, we should talk about um, the recent Superboy birthday bash at PW. Yes, let's talk about that. That was that was fun. That was a fun time. Yeah. That was a really fun show. Dan Farron went with us too. Yes, Dan Farron went along. It was Superboy's birthday, and that was probably the the hottest day. Oh yeah! Oh birthday. god! <laughs> when it we went so to the hot. valley, when we went to the valley to pick up Dan, we were practically dying in there. We were sweating. But in LA, in LA, downtown LA wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. But it was still hot. It got it was, hot. Yeah. But I, it didn't matter. I was having so much fun. Yeah. That was just a really fun show, yeah. and I dig the little arena that's right across the street from where Gill's Gym used to stand in yeah. East Los Angeles. And I dug. I dug that. Um. That. That Profetas. The build up to that feud for Profetas versus Indus. That was well done, wasn't that, it? I thought that was great. Yeah, that was very nicely done. I yeah. mean, somebody like making like they're working security and yeah. You know. it, well, they're just standing around as fans or something. Yeah. Well, the guy, the guy with the, the the son was in the background. Yeah. The dad was kind of like acting like he was working security yeah. or something, and he got clotheslined, and then they got involved and everything. And they started. And it was great how how they were just playing it really. Cool. And then Superboy, like at one point, was like went to get 
I think the guy at the Prophetus Junior out, mm-hmm. he was just like kicking, like pushing him to, to the outside. Oh, I, love that. I loved how he was making like he was the peacemaker. <laughs> yeah, but he's like just, trying to get rid of him, like that was just so getting well him done. out. That was really good. I actually dug that. I dug that. That's like the that's like the indie wrestling. That's indie lucha. That's what you want. Lo- there's nothing like indie yeah. lucha. I love I love shows in dance halls, gyms, uh, bar rooms. It's just fun. I love the just because you're gonna get some cool high flyers and all that stuff. But you want that one with the veterans who can actually do some stuff yeah maybe not do anything that's great but you know just enough where well, it's people like people like Arnaldo Tornado Negro uh, Segundo and Peloto Suicida we're beating uh, Sarah Dur- I, I, I just love their brawling yeah. I just love how they go off on each other I mean and it they like scare uh, they scare me because they're always like all over the place you don't know if they're gonna throw themselves at you or anything oh god yeah and, and you know it's worse because if they know you and they they actually take, are going to throw you. Yeah, and they know I can take bumps. Yeah, That's so, scary. <laughs> so, it, so it always worries me. It's like, if they don't know me that well, where they're going to throw... The only ones that did that were the Chivos. Chivos had a habit of doing that with me when they were That's doing right. Arena Pearl. Yes, they would yes. always bump towards my area. I was like, no, don't do that. I'm fragile. Don't hit me. Don't drop me. I'm delicate. Uh, then right after that, they had that uh, match with Superboy. Well, we were talking about Superboy Junior Principe Indu mm-hmm. Junior versus um, Enigma mm-hmm. from Tijuana and um, Legacy. Enigma from Tijuana was really good. He kind of looked... I actually... For, at first, he kind of looked like Ray Horace a mm-hmm. bit. I agree. Is that Ray... That's his name now, right? Ray Horace? I believe so. I can't remember. It is, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's Ray Horace. Because I know he changes, he changes his name so many times. Like, <laughs> I know it's he Horace. <laughs> stick yeah, with the name, Ray Horace. Stick with But he kind of looked like Kim. And it was pretty good. He kind of reminded me of... And Legacy, of course, we know who he is. I don't know where we're supposed to say who it is, but... Are we supposed to say he's the youngest, youngest son, son of Superboy? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, it was his third match, and we were... Well, Dan, Dan Farron mentioned it on Facebook, so I figure it's a pretty... He had a little, one knowledge. little botch at the beginning when he did, like, yeah. the... When he bounced off the ropes, he kind of slipped. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, he, was, he, he looked pretty right good. Yeah, up. he looked pretty good. I mean, I mean, we're talking a kid here. A yeah. kid. And... With it being his third match, usually when somebody starts to botch something up, My favorite they, thing. Botch others, they get nervous and botch other stuff up. I should mention that one of his friends, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> as I'm sitting great. down, he had, he had all, Superboy's son had disappeared, mm-hmm. and his friend was there, and his friend comes over to me and he tells me, hey, I can't find him. I can't find my friend. I won't say his name. Um, do you know where he's at? And I go, and I look at him. And, now, first of all, you gotta under, You gotta go to lucha shows with me to understand my reaction to kids, because <laughs> I'm like really like I. For some reason, kids like me, but I'm very yes. like stern with them. You're, you're, very, like, you're like WC field. Yeah, man. get away, kid. So I look. At, I look at him. And he's like, because I'm watching the match, and he's like, he's like, I can't find him, and, I, and I'm like, I look at him, and I'm like, well, maybe he's outside. And he's like, I don't think he's out there. I go, why don't you ask his his mom? She would know. I've been sitting here the whole time, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I can't. I'm scared of his mom. <laughs> I just started laughing. I just started laughing. I was like, "That's a reason yeah. to attend a Superboy promoted show because the mother that is the other gets one involved. Yeah. She rocks. She is one of the best the main event. The she's the one. Her and the security guard are the ones breaking up the fights. Yes, and she's in the wrestlers' faces, shouting at them. Yeah, at, at, at not monotone. At you know. Yeah. Well, let's let's go back to the Superboy the the kids match. Yes. Um, the finish of the match was um, they actually did a lot of cool dives, mm-hmm. but Enigma climbed the top rope, did a four fifty splash, and actually landed on his knee. Hit um, Superboy Junior right in the temple yes. area. So you're he saying was out cold. So it, you're saying he broke his orbital bone? Yes. Oh. And uh, at first it just looked like it was broken. Well, but we were kind of scared because he was he was out he, like a light. He was out. 
And you know, this nowadays, anybody who gets knocked out, like nowadays, it's like you just kind of get worried. And it was about just it. like the week before when I heard Conan on uh, Brian Alvarez's show, uh, or not, not, uh, yeah, 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 on that Brian Alvarez's show, and he was saying how he thought Perro Aguayo Jr. was just knocked out because that happens. Yeah, people get knocked out cold, and so yeah, a lot of people. Probably think it's an overreaction, but yeah, you, you, you get worried. I wanted Kurt, like Kurt to run in and like do CPR. <laughs> God help! No, there me. were I, there were plenty of people that helping. Probably, yeah, there are a lot of people yeah. already in the ring. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Me being doing CPR probably wouldn't have helped much. Yeah. Well, he didn't come out afterwards, so I'm guessing it, he was still getting checked up and yeah. Back. But but he is going to be okay. Uh, he is going to need surgery, but uh. it sounds like he's going to be fine. So that's a big relief. A big whew. Yeah. So. That sort of thing's going to happen if you get into wrestling. Yeah, it is. Injuries. It is. There's very few guys who get out of it. I just felt bad for the mom because that must be scary as all. Yeah, about. yeah. But it was a really fun show. Dad didn't really seem that phased. <laughs> he was like, ah, keep going. Well, but I'm sure remember, it was. Remember that one match we saw in City of the Industry about 10 years back when Peloto mistake accidentally knocked out? Zokre? Zokre, yeah. Oh, Phoenix Star. It was Phoenix Star. Phoenix Star. Yeah. And how... <laughs> the one where I actually told Piloto Suicida they were talking about him. Remember? That's right. And, and, that they guy, almost and got the in guy a fight. was trying to stare down Peloto. Yeah, there was a guy, there was a guy in the back. Mm-hmm. I think I might have mentioned this in Slam and Stan at one point. There was a guy in the back who was friends with Zokre and Phoenix Star. And he kept staring down uh, Piloto Suicida. And I look at... I, t- I All the luchadors are like in a circle getting dressed. Or they're standing around like talking about the yeah. match. And I tell Piloto Suicida, uh, Piloto, that dude over there keeps staring at you. And Piloto's like, what motherfucker staring at me? He went right <laughs> yes. up to the guy's well, face. Why you? And he went to his face, and I'm like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said <laughs> And then Superboy came in, and I told Superboy, hey, Superboy, they're arguing over there. And then they went, he went over there. He was the peacemaker, yeah. and he was good at it, yeah. too. And so, and he said, like, these things happen. Yeah. It just happens. He didn't try to hurt him. Yeah. And so, even though it's his kid, I'm sure upstairs in his mind, he's probably a little freaked out, but... You know he's not going to show it because yeah. he, that's part of being a wrestler, and that's why people. Hurt. That's you why people should hurt. never let me go backstage. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, and you know it happens in Arena Paraguayo that time that um, guy was picking on um, that really big um, the dude who didn't speak any English. What was that dude's name? He used to wrestle for Revolution Pro. He was one of um, Ron Rivera's. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, Remember, and he was Yakuza? arguing. Yeah, and he was arguing with Kid Nortenio. Kid Nortenio, yes, he yes. sat. He sat in Kid Nortenio's chair. Kid Nortenio comes back to the back, and he's like, "Hey, you're." He's like, "He's like, it's my, it's my chair." And it, you didn't it, even say anything. I didn't he say just anything. Wanted you to he wanted me to translate for him. I felt so bad. For yeah, you. <laughs> I was fine with it. I was like, "I'll translate." I was just laughing, like, "Dude, are you serious?" And then right after he moved, and and Yakuza moved, he was like, "I'll move," but he didn't want to move. And then Kid Nortenio was like. Looks at me and he winks like, "Fuck that guy," you know. Like, you know, I was like, "Dude, you're an asshole." Oh my god, he was a really cool guy. I actually well, ended up liking him. He was a cool. I guy. did too. I yeah, like, he was I like got to work with him. He was like a crazy dude. He was like a crazy. He wanted to work with you, didn't he? I, yeah, he yeah. did. And I was up for it. Yeah, I, I thought it would have been kind of fun. And then he disappeared because he was going to go to Mexico or something. You know who I've seen on um, post on other people's um um. Their Facebook pages, Rudy Venegas. No way. Yeah, I've seen him. Oh, my God, I haven't seen yeah. that guy in a long time. I think he's in Mexico. He's stuck in Mexico. Oh, wow. Oh, trip out. <laughs> oh, well, we covered quite a bit of ground. Yeah. And 
we'll probably have we're gonna try to get interviews with Johnny Mundo Volador Jr. Mephisto so cross your fingers that we can get them because we might be able because Carrie's cool I think so we could yeah so Carrie, we're Carrie go and Superboy are gonna be there so and looking forward to seeing the Superboy family as always yeah and wanna say thanks to everybody for listening and uh, any other anything else you wanna I can't think of any other news right now anything you would like to get out there before no I'll probably remember after <laughs> 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 I'll remember as, as right as the show is. Oh, Kurt, I remember I got to talk about this. No, I wrote everything down. This is actually cool. pretty impressive. We did. We went through everything. Okay, well, thank you folks for listening. And uh, we'd like to say when we're going to do our next podcast. But We'll probably do one before the anniversary, maybe. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it the we'll day of that. Let's do it the day of the anniversary. And then we'll post it the, the day after the matches. The predictions right after <laughs> where we're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, until then, folks. Have a totally bitchin' week. Hare, Hare Krishna to you all, and uh, keep on rockin'.